welcome to a toast to rom-coms. I'm Marie. I'm Allison. And today we are going to talk about Obvious Child, which I thought was a Netflix rom-com, but it's not. I thought it was also a Netflix original. Don't worry, I'm taking a drink of my rosé. I'm double fisting tonight, bitches. (laughs) Rosé all day. That is a bold move. Well, and the reason why I say it's a bold move, because this is your second glass of rosé. Third. This is your third (laughs) glass of rosé. We have our two cocktails, and our cocktail has champagne in it, so we also have a bottle of champagne downstairs. Well, I got to finish this at least. You do have to finish that. I agree. You're not going to waste wine. Are you... So this is actually my fourth glass of rosé today, but not in this immediate period of time i think if it if your first glass was over four hours ago it doesn't count nice i like that rule i'm adopting that forever <laughs> i'm glad i could be of service yeah so what number of um what number is this on the list of rom-coms 20 21 30 i, I 28 so i want to say 28 oh okay but i can double check gotcha why do you ask I was surprised on how far down this was. It's 27. I was surprised at how... I, th- to me, I felt like this should have been ranked higher towards like 50s. Okay. Like it was fine. I Yeah, I liked it. I definitely laughed. Yeah, I laughed at a few things. But I'm going to say... That there was a lot of abortion talk (laughs) for it being a romantic comedy. And like abortion talk is neither romantic or comedic. I took it to be like a dark comedy kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I knew it was going to be different when on like IMDb it said comedy comma drama. And I was like, okay. Oh, okay. So let me tell you a little about it, a little bit about yeah, it. Yeah, because I need to taste this drink. A little bit, a little bit. Okay, so Obvious Child, 2014, was released. It says it's rated R, and I don't know why. Is it just because they say fuck? You, um, don't, you don't see any nude. No, I mean, it could be language. Remember, you only get to say one fuck, mm, okay. and then it's R. Okay. So, um, Jenny Slate is in this movie, Jake Lacey, Gabby Hoffman, uh, Gabe Leadman, and um, those are the main the main stars, I think. There wasn't a very big cast. No, there wasn't a very big cast. Uh, like, you had the mom, David Cross, and the ex-boyfriend for, like, two minutes. Yeah. So, small cast. Um, the drink to go with this is called a one-night stand. For obvious reasons. Yes, because she has a one night stand. Um, And in it is Grey Goose Citron. (laughs) It's lemon juice, simple syrup, berry puree. And we're using baby food (laughs) because we don't want to use a blender and have to clean it. Yeah. And we top it with champagne. So it's supposed to be like pinker. Yes. (laughs) But this is like a sandy straw kind of a color i'm gonna call it a peach there's a peach hue i'm comparing it to my rose and it's definitely not pink it's peach 
Sure. Okay. Okay. Cheers. It's good. Yeah, it is good. I really like it. It's refreshing. Very refreshing. Uh, so yeah, good drink. Good drink. It'll be easy to put two down. I wonder how it would be different if we use like actual berries. I don't know. I honestly don't know if it would be that different because it's not like we had to muddle the berries for the drink. We just had to yeah. shake it. So maybe it wouldn't really be that different. Yeah, good point. Maybe it's more for color purposes. Yeah. Uh, I did look up. I don't know. Did you do any like looking for? I had already you come up with You settled on a one. drink and it was looked really good to me. So yeah. I looked up abortion cocktails. Oh, God. Did you just find a lot of shit about drugs? No. Oh. <laughs> like, there are abortion cocktails. Um, there were two shots. One looked good, but I was like, it's a shot. We don't yeah, do we shots. Don't do a shot. um, yeah. And then the one was a martini, all vodka, and just like a thing of grenadine at the bottom. So it was like... Oh. Clear oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I would have puked by the way because no. Oh I, no, 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 no. I I don't like straight vodka. No. And like I don't really like grenadine that much either. Okay. So, no. Yeah. yeah. So, I was like, well, abortion cocktails aren't going to work out. So, we'll go with the one night stand. Yes. Um, I like the movie. I did like the movie. I, I would watch it, it again. Yeah. It was, like you said, I don't see it being halfway through just about. Like, Bridget Jones' Diary. Oh, yeah. So much better. Sabrina. Crazy Stupid Love. Crazy, yes. Yeah. I, I just... Yeah. I, th- I think it's better than some of the ones we saw. Yeah. But not as many. Harry Met Sally? Seriously? I know. Every single time it comes back to When Harry Met Sally, and I'm like, how is this not at, in the top ten? I have a question for you about the rankings of these and how like on Rotten Tomatoes people rate them, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that some of these classic movies don't No, that doesn't make sense. I was gonna say don't get as high as a rating because it's a younger generation doing it. No. Because like numbers one and two are old movies, so Do that you- doesn't do you think they don't rate them all as a rom-com? They just rate them as a movie. Oh, and then like someone else has attached rom-coms to them. That makes sense to me. That might be it. It would make sense on why fucking me, you and everyone we know is in this. But who would label that a romantic comedy? I have no idea. (laughs) Yes, that's what I'm saying. And who would rate it that highly, period? That's true. Miranda July. She has like 50 emails and she's just (laughs) rating her shit. Uh, I love it. Um, I still remember her name. It's so awful. Miranda July. Absolutely. Yep. And I I told you, I I came across one of her poems at my job. Weird. Terrible. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. Yeah. But um, this movie is about... Oh, summary time. I feel like this is pretty easy to summarize. Oh, okay. I, I feel like I could do this in like 20 seconds or less. Okay. It's about a 20-something girl who gets dumped, is really upset, gets really fucked up at a bar, ends up having a one-night stand. Oops, she's pregnant. What do we do? She's going to get an abortion. That's it. That was 15 seconds. It's really it. 
Yeah. The majority of this movie I saw is pretty believable. Yes. And that's why maybe I didn't think it was as funny mm-hmm. because I feel like that the believable ones never really are because it's like, oh shit, this could really happen. Yeah. And I didn't like, I know some people will be like, oh, they talk about abortions <clears throat> and like it's offensive or they're making light of it and that's not okay. But I didn't pick up on that at no, all. I didn't think it was offensive. No. She did not have her shit together. If she had a kid, it would have been really bad. Yeah. Yeah. So. And sometimes you're just not ready to have a kid. Yeah. I think it, it's a very timely movie. Yeah. Like, it definitely relates to things going on in the world today. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the beginning of the movie. And she's talking about women's underwear. So funny. And I was like... Oh my God, no one else that I've ever heard of talks about how disgusting women underwear are. And it's completely true. It's so true. It's It's so true. If you're not aware, like guys, at the end of the day, women take off their underwear and it's disgusting. It's pretty gross. And then her underwear were on the pillow under that guy's head and she was like trying to stealthy, stealthily root. That was very funny. Loved it. Yeah. I, I really like Jenny Slay. I yeah. think she's like very real to me. Yeah. Man, her complexion was great. I don't she know. She has great skin. She's great skin and great hair. Yes. Eyebrows? Yeah. 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 I don't know. Like, I always feel like oddly attracted to her. I don't because the only other role I know her in is Parks Mona. and Rec. Mona Lisa Saperstein. The worst. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love it. Money, please. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I really like that beginning. I thought that went well. I could see people talking about that. Did you have anything unbelievable to you? Nitpicky things, but I feel like those are the, the, wor- the words at. Uh, the first thing I saw is unbelievable was getting that drunk off of one bottle of wine. Really? Yeah. I have like a bottle of wine by myself, probably like once every other week in like a sitting. It's fine. Maybe that means I have a problem. No, but she like to me, like you're hanging out in a comedy club. You always have a couple drinks. Like I, you should have a tolerance. Yeah. I didn't see her as having a lightweight. I, I think that's a good point. I only have maybe one last little glass of rosé left in this and I'm pretty fine. Mm-hmm. Like I can't drive obviously, sure. but I thought that that was unbelievable, but I did like how she poured it into a mason jar and then started drinking out of the bottle <laughs> yes. and then went back to the mason yeah. jar. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's like, Oh, this girl's got style. I couldn't figure out if she lived with her dad or not. No, she lived with Nellie. Okay, they live together? Yes, because I think that she lived in Brooklyn and her parents lived in Manhattan. Her mom definitely lived in Manhattan, okay. but her parents were split. Dad. Right. I don't know. And one time she got out of bed and she and went, went to the couch. And then her dad was there, but I didn't know if that meant they lived together or not. I couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, there was just one other thing. Did you find anything unbelievable? 
I went back and forth on a couple things, like him breaking up with her in the public restroom in front of people in the public restroom. And then I was like, well, maybe a shit human being would do that. I think he seemed like a shit human being. So I was like, okay. Um, That I thought so. And then I wasn't sold on the idea of her telling the guy that she was pregnant and abortion while through stand up through stand up. Like I thought that she wouldn't do that or anyone wouldn't do that because she's not a shit human being. I found that believable because that's like how she expresses herself. Yes. So I didn't have a problem with that. The only other thing that I thought was unbelievable is like how much people in movies talk to themselves in the mirror. (laughs) Have you ever done this? Do you like talk to yourself in the mirror? No, I never talk to myself in the mirror. Yeah, no. They always do it in movies and I'm sure it's just to like get the dialogue out there. Sure. But like you have to show your inner thoughts somehow. So let's look in a mirror and talk. It's like some kind of poetic whatever yeah or director's license or whatever but that was the only other thing that i found unbelievable what about as she's waiting for the pregnancy test her friend pooping in the bathroom while she's in there waiting to for the pregnancy test to be done without a stall yeah but like i'll poop in the bathroom with my husband there but in it so if you're really close to a friend i don't know i i don't know do you poop? Do you do you keep poop separate? Poop separate. I pee and poop like don't come in the room. Really? Like, yeah, I'm by myself for those activities. Oh, yeah. No, pee is very communal in our house. Like doors open with pee all the time. Poop depends. <laughs> <laughs> there are sometimes whenever I mean I generally if it's just me and my husband at home I generally leave the door open. But there are some times when I'm like, don't come in here. (laughs) (laughs) It depends on what's happening. It depends on what's happening. (laughs) What type of poop it is. Uh, James has like the loudest poops. It's very loud. Like a lot of like, oh my God. And I'm like, what's happening in there? What? I don't fart this much when I poop. Like, are you actually pooping or are you just farting? So maybe it's like a male versus female difference. More farting? Maybe. Oh, guys are weird. Guys are weird. And for the longest time, I made <laughs> I like asked James constantly until I had to see it for myself. Like, where do you put your penis when you poop? <laughs> <laughs> really all about this for a while. <laughs> and I finally had to see it. He like texts it because I was like, does it get splashed? Like, what do you do? Does it like cause the water in America is so high? The water in the toilets in America is super high. It is so weird. It doesn't make sense. So there's like splash back on so you. So much. And it's the worst because every time it happens, you're like, oh, God, why? Yes. We could do with less water in the toilet. I think it would be better. <laughs> I'm sure there's a way we can make this happen in right? our in our own lives. I'm going to put James on the case. <laughs> what if he disagrees? 
Nah. He'll be for conservation. <laughs> and no splashback. <laughs> no splashback. No splashback. I will never forget. There was one time I was going to the bathroom and like a splash came up between my legs, hit me in the forehead. Oh my God. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah, I know. It happened like five years ago and I've never told anybody, but now everybody knows. <laughs> everybody, everybody, all, all t- 29, nine people. I don't know. I think 14 is the official number, but I haven't checked in a while. I don't, I don't think it's accurate. Probably there's, not. There's more. I, there has to be, unless people are listening to it on repeat. That'd be weird. People, there's going to be, we're going to get stalkers. It's going to be a criminal minds episode. I would love to be a criminal minds episode. I would freak the fuck out. Yeah. So bad. Matthew Gray Gubbler is going to help us solve our case. <laughs> Matthew Gray Gubbler. <laughs> Only if he's wearing like an ascot or whatever it is he's weird, <laughs> weirdly wearing. <laughs> and then they look at those dirty converse. It's been a while. It's been a spell since we've talked about Criminal Minds. Yeah. That's because we can't get the last season on Netflix because CBS cock blocks us. Dude, I'm just going to buy them whatever why don't you just can you do a cbs free trial like of their streaming service cbs has a streaming service that's why netflix doesn't get them anymore fucking cbs give us a break i don't know if it's set up or not but that's the plan at least i feel really bad that you have to hold your microphone like that i don't feel bad at all okay that's good. <laughs> my microphone, if I take my hand off of it, it just slowly swings outward and I don't know it's why. It's like six inches. <laughs> like it just... Ooh. Oh, it stayed. That's fun. <laughs> All right. Progress. We're, we're in business. Uh, no, but I do... Like, I think that this movie was very believable, which is probably why I didn't take a lot of notes. I think that... Uh, I'm going to hit on one last unbelievable thing. Okay. It was her going off alone with David Cross. That was weird. I thought that was unbelievable. He had hit on her before. She rejected him and then she went off with she him went again. Off, yeah. Like, I thought that was unbelievable. Even if, like, you're upset, you don't know what you're doing. Like, he was creepy. Yeah, he was super weird. As soon as I heard that record switch, I was like, come on, man. Yeah, not going to happen. Yeah. I get very jealous sometimes of people's t-shirt game like she she wore like great tank tops and t-shirts and i just don't feel capable of pulling that shit off like her collars were always the right like length away from her neck they looked worn in and comfy but not sloppy i didn't have the same feeling oh okay did you notice any of the shirt okay I mean, I think she looked good, but I didn't, I wasn't like yearning to have that look (laughs) cause motherfucker. I think my t-shirt game is great. You have great t-shirts. I'm wearing an Ace Ventura pet detective shirt right now. Yeah. So you did want to marry him when you were like six. So, so did you? Yes. I don't want to marry him anymore because it seems like he has the most severe adult ADD I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) He seems insane. But yes, whenever I was six, I found out Jim Carrey got divorced and I celebrated. 
because that meant he was freed up for me. I thought there were some great quotes in this movie. Yes. Um, like when she's with her dad and he says, change is good. And she says, yes! that's the rudest thing you ever said to me. That really hit me. <laughs> yes. And I knew it would hit you. I don't understand why everyone feels the need to say change is hard. Like fucking duh. We get it. I get it. Quit telling me. Why fix things if they're not broken? <laughs> don't change things. <laughs> change is hard. Thanks, asshole. Really? <sighs> so, yeah, that that really that really got to me. Yes. I paused that and wrote everything down and was like, I agree that's rude. So that the whole fact that the dad was like, you need to call your mom. And it, she said, there are people who go months. And he goes, not my daughter. Aww. Like their family reminded me of our family. A little yeah. Bit. Yeah. I think so, too. I also liked I'm about to turn this bed into a fart pod. <laughs> that one. I'm going to mouth fuck the shit of this out of this burrito. <laughs> that also really hit me on a personal level. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure I've said that about a quarter pounder with cheese. And I'm pretty sure I've also said that about tacos. (laughs) I did not understand Max's outfits throughout the movie. Like he was at a comedy club and I know he said he was there for business, but it still didn't make any sense why he at least like didn't untuck his shirt. He was just very buttoned up. Yeah. And I don't know if that was to emphasize the difference between him and her. Maybe. That's possible. I liked him a lot, though. I did, too. I've liked him since The Office. I'm texting Bernard and telling him to get the other drink. Better get his shit together. I feel like this is going to be a shorter podcast because there's not a lot of unbelievability. Plus, yeah, we always go ham on unbelievability. Plus, this movie was only an hour and 20 minutes. Guys, it was great. I'll let me tell you, sometimes when we're like watching a movie and you pull it up and you see like two hours and 14 minutes, it's like mother fuck. It's this. intimidating. Yeah. It's intimidating. That's why I've never seen classics like Gone with the Wind. I've never seen Braveheart. Getty, Gettysburg. But I don't know if that's considered a classic. A classic. I don't know. Either. It is in our household for some reason, but just can't watch these long movies wolf of wall street that's like three hours and some minutes long really yeah cody could fuck james couldn't sleep one night and he stayed up and just watched it on a whim apparently you see margot robbie naked and i'd watch it for that i didn't know that yeah i just i have no interest in watching that movie and i how do you feel Ooh, this sounds like a loaded question it's not okay it's a very opinion-based question. How do you feel about Leonardo DiCaprio now? Like this time now, Leo DiCaprio. I think that he is one of our top five actors like alive today. I think he is a phenomenal actor. Like he doesn't do... He's like Daniel Day-Lewis to me. Okay, but... I agree with you. He's a great actor. How do you feel about him as like a person? I don't. I don't. You don't? No. I have. I see pictures of him sometimes and I'm like, oh, there he is. 
I just get, I think he's weird. I think he's so weird and I think he's so full of himself and he's got like this weird dad bod thing, but he's obsessed with 20 year old models and he's what in his forties. I would assume. Yeah. I don't know. I just think he, but I don't feel that way about Brad Pitt. Well, I think there's a difference in maturity. Maybe. I thought you were going to say there was a difference in talent. No, I think Brad Pitt's actually a very good actor, too. Okay. Maybe he's just never gotten like the... I think he's a great character actor. Okay. Whereas I think Leonardo DiCaprio takes more serious roles, not so much character acting. Not to say he doesn't get into his characters, but I just think... I don't know. For some reason, there's a difference. Okay. I don't have a you, degree do you in this Do you put Leo stuff, DiCaprio up on a pedestal? It seems like you put him up what? on a pedestal. That's what I'm hearing from you. Are you fucking with me right now? No, you put Leo on a pedestal. How? I said I don't think of him. But you think he's the top five actors, so you don't oh, think yeah. about his daily life i thought you were gonna say his dick for a minute i was like no no, i don't i think he's probably a very weak sex person i don't know why i said it like that i think he's a really weak love maker i feel like he just does what he needs for himself and then it's done oh that's the vibe i get from leo dicaprio (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really put some thought into this. No, it's just coming to me right now. <laughs> but every single time I see a new BuzzFeed article about him, like, oh, here's Leo on a scooter. Oh, here's Leo, like, on his yacht with all these models. I'm like, ugh. ugh. It's like anytime I see an article about the Kardashians, I'm like, ugh. Oh, well, yeah, I agree with that. I look more at, like, Leonardo DiCaprio's relationship with Ro- Rose Winslet. Kate Winslet. Whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's Maybe nice. that's why he's like this. Maybe it's because he's never gotten the babe that he wants. And so he's just suffering. <laughs> you could write his whole backstory. <laughs> I don't know. What. I've got Leo's next movie written down. I don't know what's going on <laughs> with you and Leonardo DiCaprio. You have some kind of issue revolving around him. I think he's a great actor. Hey, Marie, take your pee pee missiles off me. <laughs> your pee pee missiles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was another thing from the movie where it just didn't really <laughs> make sense. I know she was talking about eyes. I kept, I was like, pee pee missiles. I was like, what the fuck? I had subtitles on, so that's why it was. Oh, was that even a question <laughs> that we had subtitles on? Who would doubt that <laughs> subtitles were on? I, I put subtitles on last night where we were watching Roadhouse and James was like, oh, thank God you have these on. I really needed to know the the lyrics to this song. <laughs> nipple to nipple, people. Get nipple to get nipple. Get nipple to nipple. Oh, God. I can't stop thinking about Sam Elliott. They show his pubes. I know they show his pubes. They're very dark compared to his hair. The carpet does not match the drapes. Well, I think pube hairs are the last thing to go gray. <laughs> I just got wine in my eyes. <laughs> pube hairs are the last to go. 
I feel like I think I already have a gray pube. I don't inspect well enough to know. I feel like I have a gray, like, dead center. <laughs> Target <laughs> practice. <laughs> James needs to know where to go. <laughs> focuses, to focuses in. <laughs> well, there's a very fine line between, like, shaving everything and then it gets stubbly and then it hurts them. It's like, I don't like that little razors. The rug, it's like rug burn. I think I had to move to the potion. (laughs) I didn't remember what sex looked like or what motions you made. It's always side to side too, which is not what you do. <laughs> it's a slippery chair, so you just did what you had to do. It is a slippery chair. <laughs> These chairs have got to be like from the eighties. Um, at least I might go seventies. I I dig them. Uh, you know what? I disagree. I I not disagree. Uh, the three rosés are hitting me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Another unbelievable thing maybe you will disagree but like it seemed like max and donna had a very weird one night stand like there was a lot of dancing to tribal music well they were trashed even if you're trashed do you dance to tribal music do you bang on the drums like that for a long time and then i would kept Wondering to myself, like, have they already had sex or is this foreplay? I think it was foreplay. <laughs> okay. Because she was wearing his shirt. Yeah, she was wearing her shirt and her bra and underwear. His shirt and her bra and yeah. 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 Okay. I I took it like she saw the picture where he had the guitar. So I thought he was just a musician and maybe that like the bongos were his way of gearing up. But she saw that picture on the way out and got upset and I couldn't figure out why. I couldn't figure out why either. Did she think that he was with another woman because there was a woman in it? I had no idea why that picture meant anything. I could. Okay. I'm glad that you felt the same way because I I couldn't figure out the significance. Kind of like the bookstore thing. Like the whole bookstore shutting down. Like... Why is it? Why was it necessary? Yeah. Like, and I guess like it's whole, like she's not in a place to have a baby, blah, blah, blah. Like she's struggling or whatever. But even if she was like making her minimum wage job at the bookstore, I would have thought she's not ready for a baby because she's making minimum wage at a bookstore and borrowing money from everyone to make ends meet. I don't mean to seem judgy, but I'm going to judge right now. No, I judged. I I might be making a broad sweeping generalization. Okay. But that's because I'm in my late 20s. And if I accidentally got pregnant, I'd just be like, well, this is my fault. But I guess I'm in a financially responsible place. You're in a very different place. You have a husband. You have a home that you own. That's true. You have a good job. Your husband has a good job. You have like, and I think well, like you have that husband that like, fina- oh, like a partner and like yeah, financial stability. Yeah. 
No, that's true. Because the whole time I, I was wondering how old she was. They did say it like she was going to be 30 in a couple years. And I was like, shit, she's 28. And like. She's actually like I looked it up because I was curious. She's, I think, a year younger than me. That doesn't like, surprise me. Yeah. I could see it. Yeah. That would be 37 if you're counting. I'm 38. Don't look a day over 28. Thank you. We look the same age. We do. Maybe that would be 25 then because people always think I'm too young. <laughs> too young to do what you do. Too young. Oh, it's another drink. Thank another you. Drink. How many drinks are you in? Just one. I don't believe you. Are you counting beers? Okay. You had three glasses of wine. I'm feeling it. I just went on a rant about Leo DiCaprio. Here, say that in the microphone again, please. I love Leo. I think he's this generation's number two. I said top five. Who's number one? Matt Damon. Oh, but you got to put Tom Hanks there. <gasps> he's not this generation, though. I think he's the... Oh. Yeah. I, ca- I told and I think he's like the younger hey. Daniel Day-Lewis. Hey, you fucked up. I think Tom oh, fork. I told Allison I think he's like Daniel Day-Lewis. I think Leo DiCaprio's an asshole, but I think he's a great actor. He's a great actor. Do you think Jason Statham could hang right no. here? Yeah, I do. You think so? I, you don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he. I think he's too quote-unquote elite. Like yes. I think he is no, cool. Do you think Sam Elliott would hang out with us? Yeah. Yes. Wait. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> he ran into the door on the way out. Uh huh. Wait, was I talking with you? Was it a movie we watched where they were stitching them up? Um, was it with? Was there a movie where they talked about stitching the balls up? It was your sister's. So, no, it was Maggie's plan. Bill Hader stitching them up. Okay, like sewing them up, like, low hanging balls. Yes. Because Bill Hader and Maya Rudolph were talking about it. And they were oddly in that terrible movie. They were oddly in that terrible movie. You know what this movie was reminiscent of to me? What? Your sister's sister. Because it was something that was kind of believable. I don't know. I mean, it was better, but... This is better than your sister's sister. Like, at least funnier in it and... I think it has a better plot. There was no guy riding a bicycle around an island for like four days when actually just like one had passed. I don't know. Hey, who the fuck puts honey in their pasta? I was wondering the same thing. And then I was like, well, maybe it's just something they add to the sauce. Like maybe it's a homemade sauce. And she seemed to really like Italian. Are we are we gonna talk about how Max farted while he was peeing in her face? I loved how they nicknamed him P Farter. Instead of using his name, they just called him P Farter. It was so funny. And I loved how he asked her afterwards if she was okay. Yes. And she laughed. I thought he was a very sweet guy though. Like I understand why she was ducking him. But he was very sweet and he seemed good. Well, I think that was why she was ducking him. Like he was able to give her 
a good relationship that maybe she wasn't used to. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm looking up stitched up low hanging balls and I can't find any good pictures. Oh, okay. Are they all gross? Are they graphic? No, there's like nothing gross or graphic. I just, I just, oh, I'm finding things for an undescended testicle, which is different than what I'm one. Yeah. Um, we good with believability? Yeah, I think so. All right, let's move on to chemistry. Great chemistry. It was solid. Woody really Banter it. was, it was, oh, was yeah. great. Uh, I really liked their meet cute at the bar with the shoes, the slip on shoes and how <laughs> the, the shirt talk. Like, I don't know. It, it just was really cute. I yeah. Think. I thought it was like, it's a common situation that you would have seen, but they made it unique in their own way with how they spoke to each other. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. And I like that he was the only one in the bar who didn't see her terrible stand up that night. Thank God. That was real bad. It was rough. I, I, Actually, I think that was by one thing I started for unbelievability was that the guy who owned the club would not have let her go up. I don't think so. But, oh, never mind. Okay. Because we haven't watched. The Big Sick is number two on this list, and there's something kind of like that. And I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, And I loved how they kept bumping into each other, too. Because Max and Donna... Oh, you don't mean literally. No. I thought you meant literally and I didn't remember that. No, like they kept like seeing each other. <laughs> there we go. Like seeing in real life in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. How he was her mom's student. Mm. And then, yeah, that was good. And I was actually thinking, is that a big rom-com thing? Just like coincidence. Maybe. Is Could that like... Because Bridget Jones' diary, I could see that. Sorry, I go back to that a lot. No, it's Harry Met Sally. Yeah, no, and we did talk about that a lot with him, when Harry Met Sally, like how much they bump. Yeah, I, it's uh, serendipity or whatever. Isn't that a thing in that? Yeah, like yeah. So is it? It goes into like, is it coincidence or is it fate? Yeah, because she was ducking him until she saw him. Yeah. So. I think it's something that we need to we need to consider. Like, does coincidence or fate play a part in the movie? I think you're right. I think it is a big rom com theme. Mm-hmm. Because some things are just quote unquote meant to be. Yeah. I uh, I did think that the warming the butter for her was a very sweet gesture. Oh my gosh, it was so adorable. Yeah, it was really cute, and everybody wants that. Yeah, it's just like that little gesture to let someone know you're thinking about them. Yeah. So I thought that was cute. And I thought it was very sweet how he stuck it out with her and went to the office visit with her like to get the abortion. Yeah. And bought, brought her flowers, stayed with her. Like, I, I, It seemed like he was a really good guy. And then they settled in to watch Gone with the Wind. Never seen it, have you? Yes, I did see it. It's on the top 100 movies of all time. Did you finish that list? Howls to the no. We watched all the good movies and then came to a screeching halt. Oh. Like, what? no one wants to watch 2001 Space Odyssey. It's terrible. I'm, yeah, I've never seen it. Uh, what did you think about Gone with the Wind? Did you like it? I liked it. Um, 
I definitely want to read the book. And there is a sequel novel. Oh, okay. I thought you yeah. were okay. There's a sequel. I don't know if they ever made the sequel into one, but I did like I did enjoy the movie. It's funny when she does it. She burped in the microphone under stand up set. Yes, but was it funny? Yes. I did not laugh. I did. And I wrote it down. <laughs> because I like to burp into my microphone because it's better out than in. So but suck you could on just that. Avert your face. No? I like my bodily sounds. Okie dokie. Uh, so chemistry, good chemistry. I find him attractive. I didn't. I wasn't attracted to him. I thought he was cute on The Office. And I find that that carries over. You didn't care for The Office. No, I like The Office, but I like Parks and Rec better. Mm. And I think I'm in a minority. I just... I was taking a BuzzFeed quiz recently and it was like asking who, what characters do you like better? And I picked all of the parks and rec characters better because every single time I saw them, I was like, Oh, 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 because I just feel like the people on parks and rec are better people. And it makes me feel warmer towards it. Oh, they are definitely better people. Like all the people in the office kind of are terrible. Yeah. And dumb. But together, like, I think the ensemble is better and they have better plots to the story, which makes it funnier. And I hear, for, I heard, this was recently, someone told me, and they were like, if you've ever worked in an office, like, you can relate the characters to one specific person at that office where Yikes. you worked. Yeah. He was like, it's very relatable. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Well, I've never worked in an office. I have not either. Yeah. So there you go. I don't know. I just like Parks and Rec better. It's fine. It is fine. You like Parks and Rec. I do like Parks and Rec, but not better than The Office. The Office. I laugh more. Might be number one TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Like comedies. Yeah. Oh, you never kept up with Brooklyn Nine-Nine though. I didn't. I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Fuck. You're terrible at that today. You fucking slipped up once. I slipped up twice. So wasn't it three times? No. It was twice. Twice. Okay. Sorry. I overstated. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) That's three. (laughs) James and I laugh continuously through all of the episodes together. Okay. But maybe it makes it funnier because you know there are things that you watch with somebody and it's definitely funnier mm-hmm. when you're watching it with somebody. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why. There was this whole thing where two of the characters in Brooklyn Nine-Nine were getting married and James and I were so pissed that they got married after we got married because they coined this whole phrase called <laughs> toitin' ups, like tight nuptials, but toitin' ups. And we were like, oh, we could have used that the entire time that we were getting married. Uh, but we did, we couldn't. Yeah, that time had passed. That time had passed. Obstacles to these characters being together. The baby. Yeah, the pregnancy and just her overall, like, just broken up with someone and not being ready to trust someone else. You know, it was really hard for me to believe that and I guess it's just that you get used to something, something or someone 
that she wanted to be back with somebody that cheated on her. Yes. And I don't know that she necessarily did or if she wanted to see that they were unhappy with the choice that they made. Okay. I don't know. Like I, or maybe you just feel comfortable with that person. So, excuse me, you want to get back together with them. I think not wanting to be lonely plays a big part in all this stuff. Yes. Like you're in your late twenties. Like you think that you're trying to get to the end of like dating around and move on to something more committed and then it just doesn't happen that's all i have to say about that okay uh first kiss first wait what first kiss we don't do that do we talk about that what comes after what comes after obstacles isn't it their first kiss wait we went completely out of order are we believability then obstacles then chemistry then moment they fell in love don't we talk about a kiss no i kind of swore we talk about the moment they kiss no it comes that goes into chemistry seriously yes get the fucking sheet out do you have the sheet nope i don't have the sheet i thought they did first kiss didn't i draw lips on that paper you drew it with chemistry oh okay it's chemistry then obstacles which we fucked up yeah i I didn't think you'd notice wait the unbelievability obstacles chemistry moment they fell in love iconic scene final thoughts yeah sure is there anything else that we missed i don't think so listeners tell us if we missed something it's been a long week Honestly, though, it's been how many weeks since we've podcasted? Like, probably it's been three. A while. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a really long time. Uh, it's been a busy... It's been a busy summer, guys. Yeah. Moment they fell in love. I don't think they did. You know, yeah, I agree. I think that they like each other, and I think they'll go out on another date. Yeah. But they're not in love. Yeah, I don't think they are either. I just think it's, you know, beginnings of dating. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Iconic scene. I think I thought about this because as soon as the movie was over, I was like, fuck, what's the iconic scene going to be? Because it's a good movie, but it's not like an iconic movie where there's like a scene that you think about because Bernard brought that up with Sabrina, actually, and it was a really good point. Mm -hmm. But I think it's them dancing in the bedroom with their one night stand or... An argument could also be made, well, you do yours, and then I'll say my second possible. Go second. You you go. You sure? Mm-hmm. Maybe whenever she's doing her stand-up about the abortion and he's in the audience. Okay. I was, go- I was going with the dancing in the apartment. Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking, like, my secondary is, I thought her relationship with her friend was maybe more important to her so i was wondering if the scene where her friend is pooping in the bathroom and she's waiting for the pregnancy test like that intimacy of that relationship it was a good relationship i also liked her dad and hers relationship i thought that was cute i yeah and i i 
understood the mother-daughter relationship. I did too. And I like that too, but the mom was definitely the hard ass. Um, so yeah, I would say either them dancing in the bedroom or to me, like her and her, her friend. And her friend. Whether it's them pooping or well, one person pooping. <laughs> Co pooping is a whole different Co-pooping? thing. Co pooping? Pooping back and forth. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like if we, I wanted to go with that, I could say her and her friend waiting for the cab to go to the abortion, him walking up behind them. That was, it was very sweet. Like, I just thought it was a very nice gesture. It just seemed like he was a really good guy. Whoever ends up with him is lucky. Yeah, I think so. So do you think they stay together? I hope so. I don't think they give us enough to really know. Yeah. I think it could, I lean towards no. Why? Because of her career and like the whole struggling artist kind of a thing. But that's, that's why I was leaning towards yes. Because he's a stable one and she's the unstable one and they balance. And then her mom said that he's actually a good writer. And that makes me believe that he, he'll understand some of what she goes through. Because he's also a creative person, but he likes to hold a job down because, I mean, who doesn't like to hold a job down and make money? Well, okay. I like to make money. There you go. That's why I added that second part because Making I know money is... we both don't like holding a job down. It's just... People, if you could just like us, <laughs> if you could just love us, just make us not have, have to, to work, work anymore. <laughs> I'll do this all day. I'll do this all day. I will develop a fatty liver for you guys. A fatty liver. Because of all the alcohol I drink for this podcast. The pH kind of liver. Fatty. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I got a fat liver. pH. Mm-hmm. What is your rating of this martini glass wise? I go three out of five. I go three. Yeah. I like the movie. I thought it was entertaining. I don't think it's a straight up rom-com. Yeah, I agree. I appreciate the movie for what it is. Like, I like that it opens up a dialogue about abortion, which is the taboo subject still. I agree. I like that it's so topical and that, you know, all of the women's rights, stuff like that. And I like that Max is very open to all this, too. And I like to talk about women's underwear. I like about the farting. I've always felt ashamed of my underwear. I wore before my liners e. until I was like 16 or 17 because I didn't think it was like normal. Meanwhile, that was probably making it worse. Probably. <laughs> probably. Vaginas need to breathe, people. Vaginas need to breathe. Let them breathe. Panty liners do not let them breathe. No. So no. just... Just an FYI. Vaginas, they have their system. Don't mess with it. Do not douche. Just (sighs) let it roll. Don't douche. Unless the doctor tells you to, which sometimes they do if you have a specific surgery or something. Really? Mm -hmm. I did not know that. There's like betadine douches, which sometimes you can... But those are medical. Yeah. Not like... Regular. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like you are instructed to do that after you have a procedure. Okay. So don't douche unless your doctor tells you to. Exactly. All Douching right. is bad. The vagina cleans itself. Yeah, don't feel ashamed of your vagina juices. No. PSA. Let your vagina be. Oh, also PSA. Use condoms. Especially if it's a stranger. <laughs> I feel like I want to add another PSA, but I don't know. No, what add it another is. PSA. I don't know what it would be about. Oh. Uh PSA, if you don't want to wear underwear because you want to let your vagina breathe, it's fine. <laughs> I don't wear underwear on a regular basis. I like to wear underwear if it's MeUndies underwear, even though they're not sponsoring us, but I wish they would. But I have MeUndies underwear that have llamas on them, and I love them. (laughs) And then I have another pair that have sharks on them. Then I have another pair that have otters on them, and you have the same ones. I do. Because I I bought you them because you never had a pair. I I didn't realize that MeUndies is only animal underwear. It's not. I was just going to say, it's not. I have tiger stripe meandies <laughs> on right now, but that's also animal. Tigers are animals. Um, how do you feel about this drink? Great drink. I Oh, I have another final thought. We didn't do final thoughts yet. So uh, hold on to it for a sec. Hold on to your butts. Jurassic Park. Nice. Anyway, how do you like this drink? I would totally drink this again. 100%. Yeah. I would... Maybe add, instead of berry puree, maybe cranberry juice. That would be very much like a Cosmo. No, because this has champagne in it. I put champagne on my Cosmos. Do you really? Mm-hmm. Is that like a normal thing or is that just something that you do like for the heck of it? At Bedford Springs, they used to have on their menu Cosmo 25. <gasps> Ooh. And then it was like a Cosmo with champagne. topped with champagne. That sounds really good, actually. It is. Um, Barnard makes them for me. That's nice. Because the individual little bottles of champagne are excellent. Like at Bedford Springs? No, just like at the liquor store. You know, you can buy little. Yeah. yeah. Like what brand is it? Research that and get back to me. It's whatever kind comes in four packs. Sometimes it's Prosecco. Sometimes it's... Well, Prosecco is not champagne. Okay. Well, whatever mini bottles of sparkling whatever, because I don't know the difference. I love champagne. (laughs) Okay. Whenever, like... That's good, because we have a bottle of it downstairs. Whenever we go out sometimes, which doesn't happen a lot anymore because we're in our late 20s with my friend's... But there's a few times where I'm like, I'm just going to go to the bar and get like some kind of champagne, sparkling, whatever. And then I went to a wedding recently where they didn't stock fucking champagne at the bar. And I was like, what? I thought that was normal not to do that. Don't you just do toasting champagne and then you're done? I guess, but I love champagne. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I love champagne. (laughs) Marie, uh, why can't I have champagne all the time? You can't have champagne all the time. You just have to go buy it. Yes. So, final thoughts. Would you tell the dude that you were seeing whether or not you were going to have an abortion? Yes. I would, too. 
Because I can't keep things to myself. Me even, too. Even when I think I should. Same. <laughs> yes. That's probably our mother. Probably. I will say, even if I say you're not going to say it, you're not going to say it, you're not going to say it. Oh boy, here it comes. You just said it. Yep. Absolutely. That was the biggest final thought that I had because I was like, that's the biggest, like, do you tell the guy that you're just now seeing or do you just keep it in and do it? But then like, what if it comes out later? So I thought it was very funny how the mom was like, oh, thank God. It's just that you're pregnant. Yeah. Very supportive. No, that was very nice to see a supportive mom with that. I have two final thoughts. Okay. One, I like how they made fun of rom-coms at the end of a rom-com. Yes. That was fun. And did you see that? Did you watch this on Netflix? Yes. Did you see the ad for falling in love? No. There is a new Netflix romantic comedy called Falling In, I-N-N, Love, because a woman wins an inn in New Zealand. Like, how did the fuck does that even happen? Who's in it? Anybody? Um, Christina Milan. And mm. that's all the name that I recognized. I don't know those people. I know her from somewhere, but I cannot think of how. Is that like the singer? Yeah. <laughs> I just made a face that says, I don't know. I just said yes to say yes. Okay, well. So, uh, join us next time for Moonstruck. We should have a special guest. A special guest who we've never had before. Yes, a a local celebrity, really. (laughs) So, stay tuned for that, because that'll be great. And until then, make one of these drinks. It's great. Rate, review, follow... I don't care if it's a one star. I don't care if it's a five star. I prefer the five star, but you do you. Leave us a comment. Yes, please. Please share your feelings. What romantic comedy should we talk about? Yes, because we are getting down there on the list. We're like, we're in the 20s. Not many left. We're going to do shit after this. T-shirt ideas. T-shirt ideas. Whatever. What do you want? Leave a review. We'll send you a T-shirt. If you leave your Twitter username. Oh. Username. That's a thing. Add us. Yeah. Leave us a review. We're so good at this, people. We're great. In the end of it, there's only one message you need to take with you and that is don't douche don't douche and don't be a douche don't be a douche until next time cheers Cheers.